In this video today, I'm going to be describing the number one thing that all high value men must do in order to be high value, stay high value, or become high value. Okay, this is also the number one thing that all masculine men do. And rest assured, what I can tell you is by the end of today's presentation, you will not find this sort of information anywhere else. Now, what this comes down to is a specific decision-making framework that 99% of men do not do. And since they do not do it, they over time become low value. This one thing that I'm about to show you, this will drastically affect the women that you're able to date. This will drastically affect the endeavors that you're able to accomplish in business and ultimately how successful you become. This one is for you. What I want you to do after this is go down below and check out the MBT webinar. Today's celeb spotlight, I'm going to show you Aaron. MBT is a proprietary process that I coined way back in 2019 that has gotten results like this for thousands of men, even getting them their dream girlfriends. And since this has worked so well, I want you to be able to see that too. So after this video is over, be sure to check that out. It's in the description. Okay, since there's literally tons of information here on this whiteboard and it's going to be hard for you to read, don't worry about reading it. It's more or less for my own note taking and my own understanding so I can deliver this message properly to you. Okay. This video is meant for you to internalize and actually be able to apply, right? Not just memorize and like learn, which is why you don't need to necessarily pay attention to this. Pay attention to me. Okay. I'm going to show you the one way that all high value men operate and the only way that you have to operate in order to get ahead in life and get the results in the dating game, in real life, in business, everything that you could ever imagine, okay? The first thing you have to understand is a high value man is absolutely ruthless with their time. And I don't just mean this in the typical way that you've heard all oh, value your time. That's not what I mean. What I mean is a true high value man from what I've seen, they are fast decision makers and the thing that changes them from everybody else or the thing that differentiates them is they're able to change their mind at the drop of a hat if a different opportunity serves them and their purpose or their calling better, okay? That's the difference. So what this will look like to 99% of the population from the outside looking in, this will appear as if you're being indecisive from the outside looking in. If you see a high value man move this way and he changes his mind or he constantly revamps his decisions and he moves at a different pace when he said before he was going to do something different, there's a difference between indecisiveness and changing your mind for the best leverage opportunity. So what I mean by that is true indecisiveness or a man that's truly indecisive will never make a decision and commit to something. A high value man will make a decision, but if he finds a better road, a better avenue, he will change his mind at a moment's notice at the drop of a hat and move and turn on a dime because it's the right thing to do for him. See, this is the difference. So from the outside looking in, a 99%er is gonna look at you and go, well, you know, you, you, like you're indecisive, you don't know what you're doing, blah, 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 wrong. Most people are too weak to change their mind and disappoint somebody else. This is the cold hard fact you have to understand. Most people are so weak, they are so scared to disappoint, even if the other person's opinion holds virtually no judgment, no weight, they're still scared to disappoint. They're scared to disappoint their family, the girl that they're talking to, they're scared to disappoint uh, their friends or people around them, like it's total BS. So here's what you gotta understand. What you wanna do is you wanna worry about keeping your word to yourself to fulfill your calling. Your calling between who you are, what you do, and your purpose between you and God, your internal intuition, this is 110% more important 
than keeping your word to others, especially when it comes to the small minute things that most people get disappointed about. So what I mean by that is if you tell somebody, hey, I can meet you for lunch or something like that, or if you tell somebody, yeah, we could go grab a drink and you start to understand, hey, I'm not putting my time in the right spot here because I need to get ahead in these areas. You have to be able to be able to deliver that news and turn on a dime at a moment's notice because it's going to serve you and your calling better. You see, since most people are so reactive, most friends are so non-understanding, most people get reactive and emotional about everything, they're going to look at you as if you're indecisive and you're being mean or you're being rude. This could not be further from the truth. And here's what I can tell you. 99% of people expect your one resource that you cannot get back. And that is your time. You can't get time back. You have to understand that. When you start to really realize that you only have a limited number of heartbeats, one day you will die. You can't get time back you're going to start to really reconsider those two for one burgers and beer on Tuesday with John, who you've known since elementary school, who hasn't done anything with his life since he was 18. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? When you tell John, who gets two for one burgers with you, that you can't go do that anymore because you're doing something else, it's such a small decision. Like, hey, I'm just not gonna attend lunch. To John, that's gonna crush him because he's a 99%er who doesn't have a calling, doesn't have a purpose, and is not trying to be better in the areas that he deems important. If this is making sense, comment makes sense in, in the description or in the comments right now because we're going to move on to an even deeper topic right now. Okay, what a low value man does is lower value men makes promises and commitments that involve their time to other people that sucks and drains their time because they don't value their time in the first place. And despite those promises and commitments sucking their time and draining their time, they will disguise it and tell themselves that it's okay based on the fact that they're serving that other person. When in reality, all they're doing is ignoring their calling, ignoring their purpose, and not going all in on the things in life that they should be. So I have really boiled this down to five specific reasons why they do this. The first reason, like I just discussed, is they don't have a calling or they don't have a purpose. If you started listening to the internal voice in your stomach or in your chest or in your head at night telling you what you should be doing because all of you have one, you just refuse not to listen to it. If you would listen to that voice, you would know naturally the steps that you should be taking in life to get ahead. You would know what you want to do with your career. You would want to know what you should do with your purpose. You would want to, you, you would understand fully what your God-given calling is. People ignore this. This is the first reason why low value guys commit to the wrong people and give them their time when they shouldn't. The second is they're worried to disrupt a social group in any way, shape or form. So you gotta really audit your social group and audit your life. That's why I'm gonna put three exclamation marks by this one. If the people who you're hanging out with are sitting in their house all day smoking pot, or they're sitting in their house all day drinking, or they're not trying to improve in any way, shape, or form, they are literally just operating as floating bodies getting through life, okay? You have to be ready for this hard pullback from yourself and this hard conversation that might have to come because these people, what they're going to do, you have to know this, they are going to disguise what it is that they're doing as relaxing. They're going to say, well, why do you have to take life so seriously? Or they're going to say, why can't you just chill? Or they're going to say things like, don't you ever have an off switch? Or they might even say things like, I think you're a little bit too high strung. 
See, this is what happens when people don't take their life seriously is they don't appreciate the life that they actually have. So when that person could be grateful and have gratitude that they have a life, they have an opportunity to pursue excellence, they have an opportunity to do something bigger, they totally just ignore it. And since they totally ignore it, then they're in the same spot year after year and slowly they get sad, they get depressed, and then they wonder why their life's messed up. I'm telling you this. So this is number two. They're worried about disrupting the social group in any way, shape, or form. Number three, the third reason why they do this is they're scared to withdraw energy and effort from people who don't serve them for fear of looking like an a-hole. Now I told you in my other video a couple days ago, I'm not going to swear anymore, I would typically swear. Here I'm going to say a rude guy or an a-hole because the less filth that comes out of your mouth, the more positivity does come out of your mouth. Therefore, you're going to get ahead whether you believe it or not. And everybody out there who's telling you to be degenerate or to swear or continue acting like this, watch what that does to your mental state. I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to pursue the wrong things day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. You ain't going to be happy with yourself. So I'm trying not to swear anymore. They're scared to withdraw energy and effort from people who don't serve them in fear of looking like an a-hole. That's what you have to know. Since they're so scared to withdraw that energy, the problem is, is they still value the opinion of other people more than the opinion of themselves. And the opinion of yourself and the opinion that you have between yourself and God is 100% the highest opinion that you should be looking at. Like if it pleases you and it pleases your purpose and it pleases your calling and your intuition, then 100% go all in on that. The rest of the stuff you do is irrelevant. Like boil this down to simple things. Keep your health on point, keep your relationships on point, okay, keep your wealth and your career path on point and tie that wealth and that career path into your purpose and to your calling. This is how you have a sustainable life that has impact and fulfillment so when you lay your head down on the pillow at night, you feel like you're doing something good, okay? That's number three. The fourth reason is these people think that it's their obligation to hang with people just because you know them from the past. That is not true, okay? Every single relationship, I don't care if it's a man to woman relationship, I don't care if it's husband to wife, I don't care if it's friend to friend, there's an exchange of value. A value exchange has to occur. If there's no value exchange that occurs, the other person will get resentful slowly because they outweigh the other. That's how a relationship works. You are not obligated to still be with past friends or with a girlfriend that, like seriously, even a lot of you guys who probably have monogamous girlfriends right now, Take, take a quick second with me here and just audit your girlfriend for a second. Is she on your team? Is she helping aid your purpose? Does she believe in you? Does she appreciate the things that you do? Does she constantly say that she's excited to be with you and she's grateful to be with you? Or does she seem completely neutral like she's just there? If she's neutral like she's just there and she's not greatly appreciative of who you are, don't be with her. Like a lot, one to two good friends who appreciate and will help uplift you is far more important than 10 friends who don't. One good girl beside you is literally worth the weight in gold compared to 10 women who don't appreciate you and maybe they'll sleep with you from time to time, but they don't really care if they see you win or if they see you lose, okay? You gotta understand this. They think it's their obligation to consistently nurture these relationships even though they don't serve them and that could not be further from the truth, okay? The fifth reason, is these people sacrifice their entire potential without even realizing that they're sacrificing it in the first place. So I'm gonna give you an example. Uh, the first, the, there's, three, there's three examples here I'm gonna help drill this point home. The first is my college story. There was a point in life when I was really early after I graduated high school when I was going to go to college with a couple of my friends. 
Okay, and one of them got like a house and they did all this and I was supposed to go and I told them and I toured the campus and I was going to go and I was going to do this and I gave a commitment and I gave verbally and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do this and uh, everyone's excited and then towards the last minute, I had to pull out and I had to pull out because when I looked at the cost opportunity of what this is going to give me, which is a degree versus how much this degree is going to cost and then the job opportunities potential, I was like, this is not a good move. I'm, I'm spending a lot of money for not a lot of output in the end. And then I got to hope and pray that the job I get pays decent to pay this off in the first place and I'm going to be poor. So I said, no, what I was doing is I was, I was turning on a dime. Okay. I was turning on a dime and I was doing the right decision for me. This will, this would appear as if I was indecisive from the outside looking in all of the friends were like, Oh, Xander just changes his mind. Xander can never commit to anything. Xander doesn't know what he wants to do. Xander's indecisive. Okay. Majority of those people who I know who all said that all regretted going to college. Go figure. So that's my college story for you. You have to be able to rock the boat sometimes or upset or deliver bad news in order to get what you want to know what will serve you best. Cause at the end of the day, all you have is your life, your purpose and your ability to please that purpose because it was what you were called to do. That's first. The second, if you continue to hang out with these people who get emotionally reactive over every little thing and they get emotionally react, they can't take criticism. They're in the victim mentality thinking they're owed something. If you have one small qualm about how they operate or how you would like the relationship to be, they think that you're being offensive. You cannot associate with these people. These people are gone. If you look at how 99% of society is operating today, they are completely gone. They have drank the Kool-Aid laid on the couch, rolled over and said, that's it. Okay. These are the exact people who will say things like, what do you mean? You can't go get two for ones on Thursday. What do you mean? You can't go get two for one beers with us on Thursday. You've done this for six weeks in a row. What do you mean? You can't do it. Or do you think you're better than us? You see what a small trivial thing this is. It is so small. It is so trivial. It's, it's meaningless. They can go get drinks with themselves and still like you and say hi to you if they cross your path or see you. But what they'll choose to do is they will get emotionally reactive. You cannot associate with these people. So, let me give you an example of another way that people don't see positivity and they see leverage. Okay. Most people don't understand leverage. Leverage is pursuing the highest opportunity day to day without accumulating any sort of weight. This is how I've got ahead my whole life. This is how I grew a multi-million dollar business in my early twenties. This right here is how I would consistently have a six pack year round for the past 10 years. It's where I put my time and it's the highest leverage opportunity. This 100% would be how I date and how I'm able to actually find the right sort of dates that I know is going to have leverage, right? And move the needle forward. If it's a girl that I want to pursue, all of this is so important. So I'm going to give you an example of leverage. And when people don't understand it, there's a time way back when I knew a friend and he wanted help moving. And since I knew him, he wanted my help, like my physical strength, my muscles to go move all of his furniture with him. And this was at the point where I was really, really scaling up my business and I was doing different things. I was hiring people and I was like, this is not a good use of my time. Yes, I'm fit. Yes, I could carry this couch. Yes, I could do this, but that's not a high leverage opportunity, right? Because I value my time more than I do the money. So what I said to the friend instead is I go, Hey man, don't worry about moving. What I'm going to do is I'll just pay a thousand dollars out of my pocket to great, um, to just to help you out. I will give you a thousand dollars. You can go call a moving company. They'll move it all for you. It'll be probably six to 800 bucks. If it's just that, and I give you a grand, you can even pocket the rest. That's what I said. The friend was completely offended. They go, oh, you're going to just pay them. You're going to just give a thousand dollars away to them. 
oh, you don't, can't even help me? And I literally was able and willing to give a highest leverage opportunity to where that person wouldn't even have to lift a finger either. Instead of being grateful and being appreciative and realizing what I was trying to do, they were emotional about it. Most of these people are completely gone. You can't even associate with them. And the higher you climb the pole, meaning the higher you climb the ranks of your success, the higher you climb the ranks of your intellect, the ranks of your status, Dude, you gotta understand that you cannot be in the same mindset that you used to be, okay? Last but not least, don't commit to bad decisions. The amount of men that I've seen commit to bad decisions because it's the right thing to do. It's the perfect thing to do. Ah, my mom would be proud of me if I did that. This is why they can't get ahead. So I lived my whole life with one quote. A quote that I use is this, new information, new decision. If there is new information presented in front of me of the current opportunity, I am willing to erase everything that I said instantly and move and turn on a dime at that new decision. And I make that new decision because there's new information. Just say that out loud with me. New information, new decision. Get used to making new decisions day to day so you can operate at the highest leverage opportunity. This is how you get ahead. So. Let me give you an example. You're dating a girl, guy goes, I love her. She's the best, she's amazing, okay? Now guy finds direct message where she's direct messaging a guy on Instagram. Nope, we're going to erase that, we're going to get rid of that, okay? Next, this business model is great. Say, oh, this is the best thing ever. All of a sudden the guy suffers and he can't make profits for six months in a row? Nope, okay, time to turn, time to pivot, time to do something new. New information, new decision. People get so stuck in specific ways they can never adapt and they can never change. So here's what you have to know. Being a rational man will look self-serving, but it isn't. Most people will call you rude, they'll call you self-serving, they're going to call you every, every mean name in the book. Don't listen to it, okay? You're making better decisions to give back at a higher level. Let's go back to my story about moving, okay? I was not being rude by saying I'll pay for your moving fee. Instead, I was able to give back at a higher level, okay, because I was at a point financially in my business where I could. That was underappreciated. It was not appreciated at all. They took that as me being rude and me not respecting their time or me, they, they think that the right thing to do as a friend would use my time to do that physically. Because there was that disagreement and alignment, they didn't understand that I was actually giving back at a higher level. So this is like the one way that a high value man operates. This is something that you're not gonna find on a whole lot of self-improvement channels. This is something you're not gonna find on a whole lot of red pill channels. You're not gonna find this in a lot of masculinity or manosphere channels. So what I want you to do if you like this, I want you to hit the like button, comment and subscribe. Check out the MBT webinar below and we'll see you in the next one.